You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Carly's Couch. Um, Today, we are going to have a discussion that is important, I think, in growing um, and in relationships, which we always kind of talk about is like one of the most important things to growth is like what your relationships look like with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of it always comes down to your own mindset and, and you know, figuring yourself out. But it's really important to be open. When you say it's important to be open, what does being open mean to you? Mm, to me, when I hear being open or talking about being open, I think about being true to yourself and honoring your actual wants and desires and not self-sabotaging or not kind of holding yourself back from expressing things that you feel and that you know you feel um, for whatever reason. I like that definition of opening up. Um, I was... When doing research, we always like look for definitions and seeing how people describe it. But um, the technical, a couple of the technical definitions that I found just say revealing things about yourself that you wouldn't tell just anybody, um, and being vulnerable. And so that's um, pretty much what you said. But I like your words a little bit better. Um, yeah, because I think it's more than just like you know who knows your secrets and mm-hmm. you know things like that, which just seems a little bit more extra when you when you put it that way. But more so that. You know, if you're open, then everything that you're expressing or, you know, most things, I guess, if we're talking about a a real world, but most of the things you express should be honoring what you really need and what you really say you want. And when we're not open, you know, we're kind of holding back. Like you're not open, you're holding back. You're kind of holding back your thoughts, your ideas, your feelings, whatever that may be. And then there's a time for that, for sure. But, you know, with the people that matter and that you care about, um, to be more open allows you to be more free to be yourself and to get what you need. I love that. And um, you're saying it's kind of like holding everything in, kind of like a floodgate of mm-hmm. new possibilities, new opportunities, new growth, new adventures, like all of those things. Um, and so those are some of the reasons why it's important. Some other ones, um, I think that whenever you are vulnerable, you allow space for other people in your life to be vulnerable too. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it kind of helps create a space where we all can release and share and build with each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, And then a lot of times to flip it, you know, we can kind of complain about other people not being vulnerable or like, oh, they never open up to me or, you know, you might feel some kind of way, but then you can think about how vulnerable are you with them and how open are you with them. Because a lot of times they're like, man, they don't come to me when they have issues. Mm -hmm. But you're also not showing them that you have your faults or you mess up or, you know, it's hard to talk to somebody if he feels like, oh, they're always together or, you know, like they're going to judge me or whatever it is. And so, you know, you need to be vulnerable as well when you're expecting that from other people. Exactly. And it allows for deeper relationships and intimacy overall. One of my favorite quotes is, Um, People can only meet you to the level that they've met themselves, meaning Mm -hmm. if they're not open and vulnerable with themselves, like you can't really have that expectation on them. But also you like if you're not open and vulnerable, like you can't expect everybody in your life to be that way either. Yeah. And you can also only really worry about yourself, too. I think we spend a lot of time like worried about, oh, man, my friend this or, you know, this guy that like he's not opening up. blah blah blah, And like it's really more about 
you know, reflecting that back on you, like, what are you being open about? What are you being vulnerable, vulnerable about? Because we don't want this to turn into like taking responsibility for somebody else's, you know, issues and all the things that cause them to not be open, which we'll talk about. Um, but I want to encourage you to, in this conversation that we're having today, think about yourself um, and where you are in this kind of spectrum of how open or vulnerable you've been. And I like that you mentioned, um, you know, if you're not showing something, then it's hard for people to connect. Because another thing is being open and vulnerable, um, you know, in the in these trusted spaces and in, in space in general allows um, a different perspective. Because sometimes we think we're alone in things and feeling a certain type of way or experiencing a certain thing. And if we never talk about it, you can begin to think you're alone. And not that that solves anything, but at least, you know, there are other people out there. Maybe you can gain a new perspective, um, gain a different way to look at what you're going through and possibly help you grow through it. Ooh, I like that a lot because I think that's a symptom of not being open. If you feel lonely and if you feel alone, um, that's a result of you not being open to other people. Like it has to be 100 percent. Oh, I love that. Um, so transitioning into that, we talked about, you know, why it's important, like, do you consider yourself open or how open would you rank yourself for? Mm, I think it's different levels with different people. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, if I'm just going to give a, a overall view like of my 35 years of life, I've, I'm not a very open person. And I've grown up to, you know, not to think that, you know, I, I'm better if I don't have needs. And so I don't really show a, a lot of neediness Unless it's like that real, it's either like United at all or like, you know, you'd be over the top with some Everything. people. Um, yeah. So like, you know, I've, I've grown to like internalize, not really kind of show a lot of feelings and things like that in my own story. And so for me, I'm, I would say I'm not very open or I have a very, I have a faux openness. That's what one of my friends told me the other day. They're like, yeah, you come, you come across like you're being open, but you're really not being open. And so I'll say Short answer, no, just overall. But I guess we'll probably dig into more of that. Yeah, um, I would say that I am open, um, but to a certain extent, like there's there's levels to this. And so I'm um, in in teaching yoga and mindfulness and in all these vulnerable social emotional learning spaces. It requires a level of openness for people to even listen to what I'm saying or to understand things. Um, but I've always just kind of been like that. My mom is an overshare. She like shares everything and is open about everything. And I'm somewhere in the middle. Um, but there are just certain things that you just, I really have to F with you to to ever even talk about those things and share. Um, and I'm grateful to have those people, but it's been a journey like recognizing like, oh man, I'm not quite as open as I think that I am. How do you know um, if you're open or not? Like, So you gave one good example um, about like, you know, if you feel lonely, like maybe you're not because you're not sharing those experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is, uh, so I was like, also looking up things around that. I think if you're the person in the conversation who's always asking questions or holding space, you're mm-hmm. not being very open. Yeah, that's me too, for sure. I'm going <laughs> to ask hella, hella questions. good questions. <laughs> yeah, I ask a lot of questions because I just want to let the other people talk and then I don't really want to talk that much. Like, I hate being asked questions. Um, like, even with my friend, like, Kyle. Like, so I have, I would say, a handful of really close people that I talk to. Um, or who sometimes they ask me like real questions, like how do you really feel right now type questions. And I hate when when he does that because I always catch myself freezing up and being like, uh, my initial reaction is like, I don't want to talk about anything. Or I don't know, like, what are you asking about? Or, you know, like, why are, we, why are we trying to have this conversation? But at the same time, I've also, you know, in the past, 
I don't know, maybe like six months or so, you know, have been trying to notice that feeling now. Like now I notice like when I get tense about something or when I want to, you know, divert from an issue or from talking and I'll try to like start kind of saying some stuff maybe, but I recognize like that it's hard when people ask me real questions. They can ask me questions all day about, you know, it's like some work stuff or, you know, how can, how can I be a, a this person or that or whatever? <laughs> because that, that involves me asking you more questions and like helping you explore and dig. So I'm good at that. But man, I don't like people asking me like, you know, that kind of stuff. Not even stuff like, um, you know, what, what does success mean to you or, or where do you see your business? Like even stuff like that. I'm like, right, like stop asking me questions. I don't like that at all. Yeah, that's real. And um, evading emotional conversations is another way you can kind of tell if you're not open. And like, I'm not saying I need you to go have these emotional conversations with everybody, but in mm-hmm. you know these trusted spaces like your team, your people that you really talk to. Um, do you notice like you kind of like she says, you know, she gets tense or kind of backs out of a conversation. Like, oh, well, I have mm-hmm. something else to do today. Mm-hmm. Um, all of a sudden, you know, gotta go. Um, so that's another way. Another thing is um, thinking about. People who are very critical of everything, I'm always mm-hmm. criticizing other people because that kind of keeps people at bay. Like if mm-hmm. you always just got something negative to say or you coming at somebody crazy, that doesn't leave a lot of space for you to be vulnerable and it could be your defense mechanism to keep people away from you. Yeah, I do that a lot too. Um, not necessarily trying to in a mean way, but I'm I'm very critical in that um, like, hey, so you know, are we going to do this or like... Um, what about this? Or have you thought about, you know, something, right? Like there's going to always be something. And the interesting thing about this too, is that it also, to me, sounds like it reflects emotional unavailability, which is easy, I think, to also see in other people. And I recognize that, you know, even like the guy that I like or or talk to like very much the same way, like a little bit more than me, right? To where no matter what I'm talking about it, you know, sometimes it's like, it doesn't feel like enough. And I, I know people feel like that when they talk to me, like, or like Carly will be excited about something. I'll be like, oh, okay, cool. And it's like, I know it's like, oh, like, because oh. like, I'm not, I'm not going to be as excited. It's like, well, what about this next thing? Or like this thing too, or you can make this even better. And I know that could come across as like, that's being critical or not just enjoying or sharing a time or letting people just enjoy that, that moment. So I do that too. This is about to be a whole call me out <laughs> list because <laughs> I'm all of those. Um, this next one is calling me out and it's hard to put feelings or needs into words. Um, I think that's one way that I recognize that I wasn't as open as I thought I was because I'm always the person that holds space for people. Like I love it. Like I I'm there, like I like to listen and do whatever, but then they'll be like, how can I help you? Like, what are you going through? And I'm like, crickets. Uh, mm, let me think about that. That's usually my Mm. answer. Oh, I don't know, but I'll get back to you. Never get back to you. Um, so that's challenged me and I have people in my life, like she was talking about her friend, like who are kind of like, nah, dog, like, what do you need? Like, how are you doing? Um, even when I try mm-hmm. to turn it back around, like, oh, that's so great. So happy to hear about that. They're like, no, no, no. How are you doing? So shout out to Thomas for doing that <laughs> to me the other day. He was like, now you're the person who always checks on me. How are you doing today? And I was like, oh. Yeah. that's And it's interesting too, because maybe we should be asking ourselves that more often. Um, that could be something that could be a cool, maybe part of a morning routine or evening routine, I think, mm. um, to, I don't know if it has to be as deep as saying like journal it, but you know, like, what do you, how are you feeling today? Or how am I feeling today? Or what do I need? Um, I, I just learned uh, a fourth and fifth feeling this year. Cause I don't even know any feeling words. Like, and, and that's something I learned I, mostly through from therapy, I think. Cause you know, people ask you how you feel 
It's just like, I don't, you know, what is there besides sad, disappointed, angry, happy, excited, peace, calm? Like, that's pretty much all I can come up with a lot of times. And I'll realize in conversations with other people, now what I start to do, um, because I'm trying to feel more in my language and in my words, um, and so what I'll try to do now is like, it feels like, or I feel, uh, and then I'm always like, because uh, I'm trying to say it, I feel or this feels. Mm-hmm. And then it's hard. I'm like, man, I really don't like, what is it called? Like, what is this feeling? Um, so I've tried to recently, I, actually I did this yesterday, um, where, it, and it feels so awkward and feels so hard and tough to do, but like, this is what I need. This is what I want. Um, this is how that made me feel. And like even expressing that can be hard if you're not a very open or vulnerable person. So if you have difficulty with that, um, and if you find yourself in situations where you you just grow in resentment with people um, because you haven't really been clear about what you want or what you feel, um, that's a lot of times that's a you thing and that's you not being open for whatever reasons. Um, those we could talk about too, but... Um, I think that's a check for you. Again, kind of going back to the loneliness thing. If you feel lonely, if you feel like nobody understands me or nobody cares, you know, you're probably not showing people like what's going on with you. Yeah, if you're not being open, how can people help you meet your needs if you don't even know what you need or want? Mm-hmm. That's a great starting point. So I would encourage you to journal or even think about it, maybe in the notes app in your phone, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, another important one uh, that I kind of apply to myself is Um, Signs you might not be being open or vulnerable with people is if you're trying to uphold an image or appear a certain way to people. Um, For example, for me, this was like a a realization that I felt like I had to always have it together. Like, and so that's not being real with myself because nobody always has it together. So if I'm not being real with myself, how can I do that with other people? And so if you feel like you always have to be the strong friend or you always have to be cool, calm and collected or you always have to be happy or whatever, like that could be a sign that you're not actually checking in with yourself and seeing how you feel or what you need. And is that something you do for other people? Or a lot of times I think that can be for yourself too. Oh, for like sure. You want to uphold an image of, of who you are to yourself? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, with both. Myself is probably where I'm most critical because I'm like, oh man, you can lie to anybody in the world, but you cannot lie to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you got to get that together. Um, and so those are signs. So if you have any of those, um, or if you think can think of any other signs that you might not be being open, like let us know. Um, we know that there's a lot of reasons that people are not open and that it's not easy. We're not saying like, go out there, be open with everybody. Cause it's not mm-hmm. easy. And you shouldn't just be slinging around that vulnerability to people who don't, you know, love you or appreciate you, support you, give you that space. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the reasons, and I think one of the most apparent is if you look at, your parents and your upbringing and how you were raised. Like if you were raised in a household that wasn't open where y'all didn't talk about feelings or if, you know, your dad was like, nah, be a man or whatever. Your mom's like, shh, don't like cry. Whatever the thing is, like a lot of the reasons why we are the way that we are today stem from childhood. Yeah. And some other aspects to your childhood or parents or or upbringing can be things like, you know, your parents are always working or that are they're doing so much that you recognize I don't want to get in the way or I don't want to bother them or um, things like that that you internalize where it's like well let me figure this out for myself um, I think a lot of times from that also um, being praised and and or criticized about success or doing well with things doing well in school if, 
if your parents are always, um, you know, bragging on you, then maybe there's a pressure there to feel like, okay, I need to be a certain way. So if you have issue with something or struggling with something, you might not bring it up because you don't want to feel like you're letting them down. Um, there's just so many things um, from your upbringing that have trained you and kind of nurtured you into thinking, um, you know, I should keep this to myself or, you know, make you feel like you might be a burden to them. And, you know, that's not really the at the fault of parents a lot of times. Um, and I think it's important now that, you know, with kids, like you check in with them. And, and I think that's Probably difficult because, you know, it might, if it seems like things are fine um, until like, you know, so you find out stuff's happening or maybe they've gone off the rails in different areas or something like that. Um, but yeah, that's why it's important to check in and to kind of have those convos because, you know, you never know what people are internalizing based off of how you're, you know, even trying to, to like edify them or hype them or congratulate them or whatever, right? Like whatever you got praised for, now it's like, oh, I got to fit into that. Um so think about that with your upbringing and your parents and like, you know, what kind of space was that and how did that affect, you know, where you are with your your levels of vulnerability now? Man, and I think that's a great one that we didn't even uh, say in like science that you're not being vulnerable. Like if you feel like you're a burden to people mm-hmm. and if you don't, if, if you are assessing people and then deciding not to share things because you don't think they can handle it, like that's also somewhere where you need to check yourself. Like you need to give people the opportunities mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But also that's a reason why people aren't open because maybe in the past somebody's broken your trust or used it against you. Sometimes mm-hmm. whenever you're vulnerable and then you get into an argument, they'll be like, well, that's why you, your ass is always depressed or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and it's hurtful. And so that that makes us build walls to try to protect ourselves. Yeah. When you have been open and then people kind of shut it down. Mm-hmm. Or show you it's like not a safe space, like violating yeah, that trust. Yeah. yeah. So then you might not want to feel that way again and you don't open up as much anymore. That's good. Um, another thing is also just with um, like cultural different upbringings to where I think a lot of people have heard like, you know, keep this in this house or this, you know, don't tell our business at church or wherever, mm-hmm. um, which I mean, that makes sense. But, you know, what I'm talking about where, you know, a lot of times it's like, you know, keep this to yourself or, you know, we don't need to be um, telling everybody about everything. And so you kind of can also internalize that for yourself as well. Um, and how you move and, and express yourself with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is not being where you want to be um, and feeling like it's a reflection of who you are. So not being excited to share. So someone's like, oh, man, how's your business going? And you're like, well, I'm still kind of in the middle of it. And you really don't want to share, don't really want to talk about it. Like, And I think some of those are fine. I'm not saying these are bad things, but these are just things to think about as a framing for why you might not be as open in certain situations. So if, you know, if it's that business or if it's a relationship, like you feel like, nah, I just want to let it be special for a little bit before I start sharing and talking mm-hmm. about it. Like, that's fine, too. But that could be a reason why you're not talking about something. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing is not knowing yourself. Um, so you may not be open if you have difficulty formulating like what it is you actually want, need or feel yourself, which we kind of mentioned earlier. Um, and so to take time to... Um, uh, what did we call that last time? Training, tra- not training your mindset, um, mindfulness. Yeah. Like, yeah, practicing mindfulness, um, journaling, doing those things. And, of course, like all the self-awareness activities that you can do help you to be more clear about, like, what does matter to you? What do you want um, to kind of get you to a space where now you can 
you know, demand that from people and or like express that to other people. So getting clear on on yourself and who you are and what you want is key. Mm -hmm. And another one is it's just hard, like um, being open, sharing things that, you know, could be used against you. Um, it's a little bit of a risk sometimes or it can feel that way. Also, you know, having to let go of whatever facade you have, like it's, it's just a tough thing to be in tune with yourself, like um, Lex was saying, and then being vulnerable enough to share that with other people, like when they have a possibility to judge you, to, um, you know, maybe tell somebody else. And caring what other people think, I think, is another big thing that keeps us from talking about it. Like, oh, man, they're going to think I'm sad or I'm this or I'm not who I claim to be on social media if I'm really sad today. And you feel like you can't share those things and all like all of these are valid reasons, you know, but they're just things to think about in ways that you can grow, start to build these deeper relationships with people. But overall, though, it's hard because there's fear involved. And so um, even with all of these uh, come down to fear. And these days now when I find myself kind of feeling nervous about you know, saying something like, because you get to a point, right? We said you have to know yourself and you know what you want. And then if you haven't been used to being open, for me, I've got to a point where now it's a different feeling. It, it, before I wasn't even aware of it and I would just, you know, divert whatever or not answer something, have an attitude, whatever it may be. Now I, f I feel like the weirdness of the moment where it's like, oh man, this is where I'm, I should actually do this or say this. Or like, you know, like now I know, like, well, I know I feel this about you, so I want to say it, but now I, I'm facing that actual fear part of like, why am I scared though? And so at this point, anytime I feel like a little like nervous around being open or, or vulnerable, when it's something that in my heart, like it's like, I wouldn't be true to myself if I did not say this. And so it's it's really hard, but it's like, why? And so my, the question I've been asking myself is like, man, what am I afraid of in this moment? Like, I'm really kind of breaking that down and asking myself like, all right, am I afraid he, you know, he's not going to like me back? Am I afraid that of starting over with something? Am I afraid of, like, what is it really? And even just writing those things down because of those are the first cliche things. Sometimes I'm like, no, nah, it's not really that. Like, you know, what is it? And then kind of really digging in deep with that um, to understand where that's coming from and what that fear really is, is it has been a big key. So with you, like, these things might, um, you know, kind of, spark you like oh yeah I, I definitely you know have trouble with a couple of those things or some of those are the reasons for me for sure um but with the next situation where you kind of feel like a little bit uh that tingle that spider sense around like man I could say this but I'm you know it's kind of scary to open up um maybe think about breaking that down later in the day and, and kind of seeing where you get with it I love that so much. And it's so cool to hear about like your journey through this, like being open, even if you've been listening to the podcast. Me specifically? Yeah, you oh specifically. God. I love it so much. I know that's not working my notes now. Because <laughs> I had a whole breakdown. Like in my notes, I'll have a whole breakdown. I'm like, what the heck am I scared of? Like, because it's not an easy thing to 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 realize at first what it is. Um, because it's like, all right, if if this is what I want. Then why, you know, why is it difficult to express that? Or, you know, if this is how I feel, why would it be difficult to express that? Yeah. And and those are all great questions. And so when thinking about being more open, I think that that is the place that you start, as always, within yourself. Mm -hmm. um, you know, ask yourself, why aren't I open or why is this hard? Like, why am mm -hmm. I scared of, adv or of advocating for myself or asking for what I want right now? Like, what, what do I have to lose? Like, what's going on? Or, or not even, also just not even like about asking for your needs, but... But what is it that you're scared of exposing about yourself? Mm. Because it's, sometimes it's not even about like 
the other person. And I know that's the easy, like with relationships and things like that, that's the easy thing to go to when you're talking about being open. But mm-hmm. even with like a friend, for example, or if, like I said, um, like if Kyle hits me and it's like, you know, how are you feeling after, you know, something might happen or something, it's like, you know, exposing that you're not okay or exposing mm-hmm. that you're having trouble or difficulty um, is difficult. So a lot of times it's about yourself and like, you know, not not feeling embarrassed about it. Yeah. And I mean, even if you are pushing through that and recognizing that it's okay and not judging yourself, I think practicing non-judgment is huge whenever you're doing this self-work, like being honest with yourself, giving yourself that space and then not judging yourself for being where you are. Like judging yourself doesn't change where you are. It doesn't make any situations better. Mm -hmm. So just allowing yourself to process all of those emotions and just be. Mm So we already saying how we can be more open Mm -hmm. then. Um, so yeah, so we explored like, you know, kind of figuring out with yourself where you are. Um, I think another thing is finding the right people to practice being open with. Um, I guess I'll say that for me, like practicing. Um, and like I said, like I'll go into situations now. I'm like, all right, like I can do this or I can do that. And, you know, kind of take a moment to slow down and recognize where those situations pop up. But then knowing which people that you can start to, you know, dabble in that water with, um, and maybe, you know, starting to just say a few things and just seeing how they respond um, and then kind of getting more comfortable with, um, you know, with certain people knowing like, all right, I'm going to try to just have my guard down a little bit more um, just to see how this feels. And I think for me personally, what I've recognized is that by being a little bit more open with friends or in um, like relationship spaces, it feels better because it doesn't feel like I'm like holding in um, like thoughts that stop progression. Like it stops the progression of relationships, stops the progression of what you're working on, what you're doing when you kind of stop at this like stop sign in your, in your mind and you don't really like go further um, with that. And so it's, it's been a good exercise in allowing me to progress in different spaces because once you get over and once you start saying stuff, it's like, Oh, okay. Like now you can kind of like move forward. Mm -hmm. I love that. I think something that helps, you know, when you're starting small and having those conversations with the right people or who you think are the right people is also to tell them what you struggle with, too. Um, For me, I I do that with my friends. Like they know kind of like, oh, man, I'm more like sensitive about these areas. And it's something that I'm working on because then it helps us like co-create spaces where, you know, I can be vulnerable and struggle. Like, you know, I I don't really want to talk about this today, but um, I want to share and so telling them like, ah, you know, I struggle with talking about relationships or I struggle with um, always thinking that I have to have everything together. So sometimes it's hard for me to tell you whenever I'm having a really bad day or it's hard for me to reach out and ask for help. And that's really been pivotal in me, you know, growing and, you know, becoming this better, more open person for everybody in my life. Mm-hmm. And going back to finding the right people also, um, for me, like recently, a couple weeks ago, I, you know, I went through this where... Um, man, one day I was just feeling like like debilitated. Like I never have felt that, I don't want to say bad because it didn't feel bad, it just didn't feel like anything. Like I didn't want to move. I, I had no appetite and I just felt like really, I don't know, just like a big bunch of emotions. And I was like, well, I, don't, I can't do work today. I can't do anything today. And like, who can I talk to? And, I, and it, it was so bad. I was like, I felt like I had to talk to somebody, but I didn't know like what to even say or do. And what I ended up doing is, I, like, I texted a couple people, and I was like, oh, you know what? I know the one friend I should I should hit about it because I know what they deal with. And so the right people 
you know, that's where you being vulnerable is important too, because now I know like, oh, I know somebody who, um, you know, has had these kind of been in this space before and has expressed that before. And so then I called that person and then when they answer the phone, they're like, hey, what's up? Because I'll FaceTime them too. Because I was like, man, I just straight up FaceTime them. And I just started like crying. Like I didn't know what to tell them was wrong. I just started crying. They're like, it's okay. Like, trust me, I feel you. Because he's like, what's wrong? I was like, I don't know. I just, just, I don't know. And then after that, I was like, all right. Like I felt like not that it was so different, but like it was just like, okay. You know, I, I got whatever it was a little bit out enough to where from there it's like last mile regular conversations and, you know, kind of moving forward with my day to where my energy was a little bit different. But I think it's important to, you know, you you know, like if it's if it's a real moment for you, like to to have the right people who have been through things um, or who who you know can be empathetic um, to those types of things. Yeah, and not people that'll like save you or make things better. A lot of times it's just like, all right, well, we're here together, not knowing what to do, but it's just space. Yeah, and then because sometimes I recognize as well that <clears throat> when you have issues or struggle or like when you feel like you want to tell somebody like, oh, I'm having a bad day or, um, you know, something's going on or whatever, like are you, you know, thinking about are you doing that because you need to talk about it or is that somebody that you need attention from also um, and, or somebody that you know is going to, you know, give you a particular type of response um, to where, like, it's going to make you feel, maybe not worse, but, like, you know, it's, it's just kind of like a, a superficial type of, like, fix. Um, and so, like, to really look at yourself as well about, like, why, you, what you need to be open about and why I think is important because sometimes it can, you don't want to be that person either who's just, like, always talking about, like, oh, I struggle with this or, oh, my God, this. Because at that point, like, I've had people even say it to me sometimes where it's like, like, dog, like, you know, that you're doing fine, like, this is fine. And then even with myself, like, I know it is. So, you know, I, that's why I'm not always, uh, I'm going to hit you up every time I feel some kind of way because a lot of times that's just a moment of, you know, your own self-doubt that you can process as well. Um, and so, yeah, I, I don't know. You got to figure out for yourself um, where you stand as far as what's necessary openness, what's doing too much, or I guess I can't tell you it's too much, mm -hmm. um, and what's too little, and, like, really just testing that along the way and understanding, like, what you need out of that. Yeah. And I mean, it starts small practice. That's all you really can do. Um, listen, you know, to other people, too, and take your time, like sharing what you feel comfortable. I would challenge you to push yourself a little bit and just to, you know, reflect back on where you are and how open you are in these relationships that really mean a lot to you and these friendships that are really important. Um, and just challenging yourself to do these things, reflect, think about why you might not be open, what might be holding you back, what are you scared of? Journal, I would like to hear things from you if you want to share things um, and be open with us. Carly's Couch on Instagram and Twitter, at CC Fierce, at Carly Carpio, at Lextopia. Please hit us up and let us know. Yeah, and ask other people how open mm. they think you are. That's a good check. Um, because like like I said, like people think they're open. Everybody feels like, you know, oh, I talk about this, I talk about that. You don't realize how unclear or, you know, how to yourself you are until, you know, people tell you that or they're like, I don't even know what you do or... You know, I don't know what your this looks like or that looks like for you at all. Um, and these may be people that you consider like really close friends. And again, they don't have to know everything about you, but um, that'll give you a better outside perspective, I think, from other people. I love that. So definitely check that. Um, I'm about to text a couple people today and see where I fall mm -hmm. on that spectrum. Um, this week we have a shout out. If, you, if you're watching the video, you can see my shirt. Stretching is a habit. By TU, tables up massage. Mm -hmm. Big shout out to Tyus Tillman. He is... 
part of my fam. Um, he's a stretch therapist, a soon-to-be rocket yoga teacher, a massage therapist. He does craniosacral, all kinds of stuff. Um, just a great person. I'll put his business on um, in the in the notes of the show so you can check him out and support. Super, super dope. I used to think, I was like, stretch therapy, what is that? And now I'm like, man, I need it every week. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps get me right. So big shout out yeah. to Tyus. I miss um, massages and stuff. So what, what are they doing now? Like, is... Is he open or are um, they so, just chilling for a minute? So they were chilling. Um, now they can be open. They've changed a lot of the protocols to make it safer um, for people. So they just reopened, I think, this week. I think him and his him and his brother, they have a family business, and they just reopened. Um, so you can ask questions. I'm pretty sure everything is updated on his website about, like, what the experience is and how it has changed and how, like, they're keeping you safe. But he is doing that. Um, he also teaches stretch therapy classes virtually for Thrive Health Lab. So if you just need to stretch, it's 30 minutes. He listens to like this old hip-hop jazz music, which is mm-hmm. interesting. Um, you're like, is that a hip-hop song? But it's jazz. Mm-hmm. So check him out. Support that. And then we have our question of the <laughs> week. jazz? I don't know why that's funny <laughs> to me. Um, it is, though. Go, are you about to ask it? Go ahead. I'll ask it. What can I stop lying to myself about this week? Yeah, I want all of you to think about that. What can you stop lying to yourself about this week? Um, for me... I can stop lying to myself about, oh man, I knew what I was going to say a second ago. Um, you mean to go? Uh, you, well, I was going to say um, something around, like I w- I'll stop lying to myself about um, what I need. Um, mm. That seems kind of broad. I don't want to get all into the details of it, but you know, just about about my my needs for myself and honoring those, making sure I'm honoring those, um, some specific ones. I love that. I also say that a lot. Um, I will stop lying to myself, or I can stop lying to myself this week about what all I'm going to get done in a day. Mm-hmm. I've That's been lying real. to myself every single day for the past two weeks. <laughs> Gotta do better. I will do better this week. So hit me up on social yeah, media. Hold me accountable <laughs> because I be trying to put 50, 11 things in one day and we all know that it never works out like that. So just being more honest about my time um, and also incorporating rest into my time, which I don't do. So That's good. Yep. Um, thanks guys for listening. Let's practice being open and vulnerable this week with our circles, with our close friends. Mm-hmm. And let us know how that goes. Bye.